the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Get ready to take notes because school is now in session. Tackling the biggest issues in education, this is Education America. Save the classroom, save the country. Here are your hosts, Headmaster Rebecca Hagstrom and co-host Abigail Johnson. Welcome to Education America, where we're working to save the classroom so that we can save the country. Join our conversation. K-12 education is the playing field where the battle is on for the future of our country. And as our 16th president, Abraham Lincoln, succinctly stated, the philosophy of the schoolroom in one generation will be the philosophy of government in the next. And again, a very appropriate uh, quote for us as we are launching into this very important conversation today. Yes, and so this evening we have a very special guest with us here. She is calling into the show. She Van Fleet is her name, and she has an experience that we all should be listening to and learning from. Um, Over 37 years ago, she came to the United States after being born in and growing up in communist China. And she has been now living in the United States for a very long time, has raised her children here, and is is sounding the alarm, as are many um, who are looking at what happened in their country of origin and what's happening here in the United States. She, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for inviting me to your show. Well, it sounds like um, you kind of made your debut through Loudoun County and um, speaking of before the school board, and we're going to get into that a little bit later in the show. But from that, you have gained some significant number of followers on Twitter, and I'm I'm just so glad that you're getting your message out. And so, as Abigail said, thanks for sharing it with us, too. But can we start by just asking, and we don't want to spend too much time on this, but we want our listeners to understand that you really know what you're talking about. When you speak, we should be listening. Yes. Um, so tell us a little bit about your experience living in communist China and, um, yes. yeah, and what, mm-hmm. what it was like to be granted a visa to come to the U.S., Yes, um, I was uh, uh, I was born in China in Mao, China, and uh, and I lived through the whole Cultural Revolution. Mm-hmm. I was in my second semester for my first grade when the Cultural Revolution started, okay. and I was turning seven, and uh, I graduated um, in 1975, mm-hmm. a year before Mao's death. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the the fate for all the graduates of high school mm-hmm. was uh, nothing but going to the countryside mm-hmm. um, to work in the fields with the peasants to get our re-education, a term, unfortunately, is known to a lot of uh, Americans now. Yes. So I worked in the field for three years, and 
after that, I was uh, um, in Deng Xiaoping, the, uh, the new leader, uh, came into power and opened up universities. And I was able to go to university and study English. And in 1986, I was so lucky to get my student visa and came here to study uh, for my graduate study. And so I've been living here for over, I can't calculate it, like 30, you said 37 years. Yes, 37. <laughs> Don't worry, I've, I've got your back sheet. <laughs> yeah, so I live here longer than uh, the time I spent in China. But because I lived through the entire culture revolution, mm-hmm. and I was in school, mm-hmm. and I was absolutely indoctrinated mm. by Mao's uh, ideology and by the government school that has one goal. The goal is to train future revolutionaries. Mm. And in today's word, activist. Yes, yes. And, activist. Um, There's the key yeah, word. Absolutely. And so I know the tricks and I was the victim. Mm. And they put in so much junk in my head. It took me decades to clean it out. Oh. And so when I, and I noticed a lot of things along the way, but it was in 2020. And uh, I said, I cannot uh, sit aside and uh, be a uh, observer anymore. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely a great play of the Chinese cultural revolution. So I decided to get involved. And uh, so in 2020, and I joined the local Republican committee in 2021. I went to school board and delivered uh, a speech there and had no idea, no idea that it went viral. Oh. And so that brought me where I am today. <laughs> and <laughs> what a journey. Yeah, what a journey. And, and I don't know if you were working outside of the home, but if you were, I have a feeling this has sort of taken over your work. <laughs> No, actually, I quit my job. You did. See, so that's, that's what I'm I saying. Quit my job. <laughs> well, and I will tell Last our followers year. here. I mean, the reason why we have had found you was obviously the Twitter algorithms are, you know, doing their job. And so, as I've been feeling the push to learn more, I mean, uh, learn more about communism, understand more in greater detail. Um, you know, you end up following certain people and your your Twitter feed came across, you know, mine. And so our listeners, you can uh, reach her. If you put into Twitter, if you search she, and, and I will just spell that, it's X-I, Van Fleet. If you search for that on Twitter, please follow her because I will say she, your your posts are, are very well done. Um, not only do they have excellent information, um, they have historical graphics as well in photos. Yes. And I, I do think, oh my goodness, this must take so much time. This mm-hmm. isn't just a quick tucka 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 and you know hit send and send it out into the internet universe. There's there's a lot of work that is going into what you are putting out on Twitter. That's what I do because I know that the Americans seldom or. Very few Americans actually know the history of uh, uh, communism in general Mm -hmm. and know nothing about the Cultural Revolution, the Red Guards, and all the things that is absolutely taking place here. Mm -hmm. And that's why I just decided, you know, I was not to to quit my job, but I quit it, Mm -hmm. not retire. I quit it because I feel like uh, 
I've been here for 30 some years. I love this country and I love the freedom that gives me. And this is the best place yes. in the world. Oh. And I have given the, uh, the benefit of enjoying everything. And that uh, the people, generations of our patriots have been fought for and defended. I think it's now my time. Yeah. It's my time. Bless you. Bless and I absolutely you. agree with that because mm-hmm. I, and I will just speak for myself. So she, since we're not, not together, you can't see us, Rebecca and I are, um, we're at different stages of our life. So I have very young kids. Rebecca's um, children have grown. And, and I will, again, just speak for myself. I would say people my age, um, a couple different things. One, we've never had anything other than 9-11, which was horrendous. We've never experienced anything close to a global war mm-hmm. or even the even the Vietnam War. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in all honesty, when I look at your posts and you you do a really beautiful job of helping people understand how deliberate the brainwashing was um, mm-hmm. un, in in China of the people, how that worked. And then eventually, even those who participated, how it eventually it ate their own. It mm-hmm. ate their own supporters. Um, yes, I think so. it is very difficult for people that have not experienced evil like that to, I think people might, we want to give everyone the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I mean, you just, this must be a mistake. This was an accident. It was a misunderstanding. And really, it has been very impactful to learn more, both through your posts and some of the research that I'm doing on my own, to recognize this is not a mistake. It cannot be explained away. This is deliberate, and it Mm -hmm. is done to crush Mm -hmm. any opposition. Mm -hmm. And I think you... It, people need to hear from people like you. Yeah. And I was going to say the it same is, thing. Yeah. I think that there's a lot of um, naivete on yes. the part of Americans mm-hmm. because we have come to take our freedoms for granted. And we have always seen our fellow persons, our fellow man, you know, I guess I have to say fellow persons today, um, <laughs> as as overall generally good people who have their best interest in mind. Mm-hmm. And certainly that's been Americans' traditional view of their children's local public schools. And so I think this notion that this could be possibly happening on purpose in the public schools is really wrenching. And I think some people don't even want to hear it. They'd rather bury their heads in the sand and pretend it's not happening. Um, But even those that, that want to be aware are still willing to give the benefit of the doubt, as you said. Like, mm-hmm. and, and I really think this is why, yes, it's important that we're talking to you. I wanted to quickly switch gears here. Um, one of the things that you had mentioned um, at one point in another interview, I believe, is that the first thing Mao's Red Guard did was to abolish law enforcement. Can you talk a little bit about that and what, what exactly was the Red Guard? And, okay, um, yeah. Yeah. It is so important. First of all, I would say that um, why do so many people just still kind of brush away what's happening? Just like, oh, just some craziness. It will fix itself. No. When you don't know history, then you don't know. And uh, what is communism? And if you don't know it, it showed up in your front door, you won't know that is the problem of America. And that is by design. 
-hmm. It is by design. The American children and were never taught about communism. Right. So it's so important to understand and the history mm -hmm. of uh, the horror of communism. Mm -hmm. Okay, let me talk about uh, the Red Guards. What are the Red Guards? The Red Guards, and I love what you say. I think in, what you, uh, in the intro, you said classroom is where we save America. Yes, Something? yes. Yes, and, and uh, this, um, the communists understand that perfectly, too. If they want to hold on to power, or if they want to uh, obtain power, they need young people. Mm -hmm. And how do you get young people to seize the uh, control of education? So as soon as uh, the, uh, the CCP took over China in 1949, they did several things. They um, uh, took over uh, the uh, um, schools and have the teachers trained, trained in intensive oh training to get rid of the old ideas and to accept the, uh, the uh, um, Marxist ideologies. They were giving them intensive training day and night, and everyone had to pass the examination really? before they were allowed back to the classroom. Wow. That's the first step. You have to take control of the teacher before you can take control of the kids. Mm -hmm. So, and then the other thing to remember is uh, if you want to teach a new generation of, uh, uh, of uh, people who are loyal to you, to the party only, you have to teach them fake history. And that's exactly mm -hmm. what CCP did. Yes. They, re, they got rid of all the traditional textbooks. And then they especially um, uh, worked hard to rewrite history books. Mm -hmm. So since 1949, all the generation learning, what they learned is fake history. Since 1949, and so, wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So 1849 and the 1996 is when the Cultural Revolution started. Okay. So by then, okay. then the government said. school has been in function for a long time, for, for um, 17 years, mm -hmm. 17 years. Okay. Perfect for have a new generation of brainwashed mm -hmm. uh, young, young children who believe in nothing but uh, the party. And they were taught, and I, I was in, uh, one of them, that the real parents is the party and Chairman Mao. And our loyalty always goes to the party before wow. um, the real parents. Wow. And if you find that your real parents um, saying things that is against the party line, you report to them. You report to the party. That's exactly what they're trying to do here. Yep. Exactly. And so... So that's how they, they were able to have this well-trained, uh, indoctrinated children mm -hmm. to do the betting for Mao. So when Mao started the Cultural Revolution, his goal was to really, his goal was to uh, get rid of the uh, entire CCT bureaucrats mm -hmm. because I feel, like, uh, I feel like they are not under his control. Yes. So, so how would he do it? He's a master of manipulation. So he mobilized young people and they're called red guards. Okay. So give them power and then let them go after the, uh, the bureaucrats, the, basically the CCP bureaucrats yes. themselves. So in order to do that, he has to get rid of the law enforcement. Right. That's what the, uh, exactly okay. what he did. Okay. Got rid of it and he's then 
there is a um, the, um, uh, directive specifically said uh, the policemen should were not allowed to go to campuses of schools, middle schools, high schools, universities. But that's where the violence took place. And they uh, ordered that if the red guards hit the police, they're not allowed to hit back. Oh, my gosh. Exactly. They play the same playbook that uh, the, uh, the uh, Marxists here play. Yes. yes. The police. yes. So when you were giving, you give the kids, basically kids, the power, and you, um, you destroy the law enforcement what you get. Wow. Chaos. Right. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. I, yeah, it's interesting that he turned on his own, uh, the people who helped him kind of take over. Yeah. He turned yeah. on them the right away. Inter- yeah. Interesting, isn't it? And do you think that's because, and I, the reason why I'm asking this question is because, you know, we are seeing these tendencies here in the U.S. So many people in the U.S. in positions of authority are so quick to feed this and to support it and to think that it's the right thing. And I keep wondering, do they really think that if this were to ever get to a point where there is a complete hostile takeover and we have a a CCP type regime here, which is, you know, not far fetched given what we're seeing. um, Do they think that they're going to be allowed to continue in their positions because that is not what happened. But again, I guess I don't know their history, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't. And what's, uh, what's going on, the woke culture, is uh, the cancel culture, is created fear. It's yes, created yes. fear so that a lot of people, they are not to resist. Yes. Right? And not everyone, seriously, when you look around, not everyone is totally on board. They really believe the woke ideology. And, and, but a lot of them feel like uh, if they don't do that, they're going to lose their job. Yeah. They're going to lose friends. Yeah. They're going to uh, possibly lose their business. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's what they're doing is to create fear. And uh, during the Chinese culture revolution, the same thing. The Chinese Cultural Revolution exactly used the uh, silence is a violence type of slogan. Mm-hmm. You can't sit aside and say, okay, okay, you're crazy, but at least I'm not going to be part of it. You right. have to be part you of it. You have to be part of it. Yeah. Yeah. And oh. that's exactly what's going on. You have to be part of it. Violence is not violence, but silence is violence. You have to join them. Unbelievable. And, and, and yeah, it's just terrifying when you know the history yeah and so you actually heard those sayings when you were growing up silence is violence and yet and now we're hearing that in the u.s as well it's similar kind of uh yeah but uh, mm-hmm. um the slogan is very similar and uh, for the red guards they were giving the power and uh, and they said rebellion is justified mm-hmm. and so you can do mao give you the power do whatever so the first killing that took place in the Cultural Revolution um, was done by a bunch of young girls in the, um, in the middle school for girls in Beijing. And a bunch of young girls um, killed, beaten and tortured and killed their deputy principal just really? because she was in the wrong category. He, she was in the category by Mao, and, and it's called 
bourgeois uh, oh, yes. intellectual authority. Sure. Just because she belonged to the wrong class. Unbelievable. She was uh, tortured, and they, they beat her with uh, sticks with nails, and they pour boiling water over her. Oh my gosh! And you know, it's it's so brutal. Yes. And then people were saying, "I I would even say, how could those young girls are they just overnight turn into devils?" Right. No. And you're going. No, it's not overnight. It's over a it's process not overnight. of many many years. And, that's, and then let me say that, and I hope this. you listen to can understand. Why they could do this? It's years of indoctrination. It's years of demonizing people who Mao. Mm-hmm. So when you demonize them, they are no longer human, right? Yes. And that's what exactly the left is doing here. Mm-hmm. They demonize people they disagree with. Mm-hmm. They demonize individuals. They demonize a class of people. Now they demonize parents. Yes. The parents. We become terrorists. Yes. And uh, w- w- what do you think about terrorists in, in a young person's mind? Terrorists are bad. Right. You know, terrorists deserve violence. That's mm. how. That's how you carry out a revolution. Mm. That's how you use young people mm. to, as the tool to reach uh, your own goal, which is power. So I don't know if I should ask this question just because I know there's so many things that we want to talk about today, but I am just really curious. You survived this somehow, and I assume you still had a relationship with your parents intact. You didn't, didn't ever turn on your own parents. Um, I was uh, too little, but I have to tell you, I was, you know, um, if I were older, if I were just probably three or five years older, I probably would be. I definitely would be uh, 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 red guards and doing all those crazy oh things. But um, uh, because I was so little, but I can tell you, um, now I'm thinking, you know, my father passed away. I never heard, we never really have discussion about things. I never really heard him talking about his family. I found out during the Cultural Revolution that uh, his mother was a landlord, which made her. Uh, enemy of the state. Yep. Oh, property holder. Unbelievable. And which made him, you know, enemy of the state, which made me because inheritor, uh, hereditary, just like a, you're yes. born white, you're a racist, yes. and you will always be racist, no matter yes. what. Yes. So, so, and, uh, and he never talked about his mother. And I knew very little. The first time I met my grandpa mother, I was thinking, Oh my God, she's a bad person. She oh. was a, a landowner, and oh. it took me forever just to to accept her as my grandmother. Oh, that's so you know? sad. So that's how you think. You think the class. You think about yes. what the label that the uh, the communists gave to everyone, and uh, with what label who is a friend, with what label who is an enemy, and that's how you look at everybody. And that's what we are told and the CRT, right? We, we, we look through the lens by race yes, and yes. exactly the same thing. And um, my parents never exchanged ideas with me about anything politics, mm-hmm. anything, nothing. Mm-hmm. Because there are plenty, plenty of examples of uh, children turning their parents in. Oh, it's just really disturbing. Mm-hmm. Well then, but this is happening here. Yeah, yes. oh, this all oh, happened over there. You know, in the past, it's happening right now. The daughter turned mother in. Yep. 
Well, we're seeing that quite a bit with the transgender with the transgender movement. Yes. How many videos do we see online where teachers are brazenly saying, yeah. you know, if your parents don't accept and celebrate, so mm-hmm. celebrate your your transition, mm-hmm. how many of them are saying, I, I will be your mom now. Mm-hmm. I will be your family now. Don't, I know. don't associate the government with them. will be your parents. Mm-hmm. Exactly what we're taught. Uh. You know, there's the thing that uh, some people just really had hard time to believe. They try to, and I saw them, you know, the comments uh, on the Twitter. You, okay. History never repeats exactly the same, right? Because it's yes. China and America is different, right. but they always rhyme. For smart people, they mm-hmm. see history and they can right away tell what's, uh, whether the history is repeating itself. It's absolutely mm-hmm. repeating itself mm-hmm. right here. Mm-hmm. You know, we only have like three and a half minutes left, and I would like it if maybe you could spend some time, because you've done such a great job of showing the parallels so far. Can you show us and our listeners a few other parallels that you're seeing in our culture today? Um, You talked about the Democratic Party, um, the history Um, of American politicians being fooled by CCP, some of these things. There are just so many. I mean, so, uh, oh, oh, by the way, my book will be out in October. Oh, and it's already in Amazon. It's called Mouse America, okay. A Survivor's Warning. Oh, and cool. I listed all the parallels there. But okay. here I can tell you a little bit of uh, a cancel culture. Okay, so what is cancel culture? Really, part of the, uh, um, the reason for the revolution is to destroy the foundation of a society mm-hmm. to replace it with something new. What is that? That's uh, Marxist ideology. Mm-hmm. So during the uh, Cultural Revolution, we were ordered to destroy everything, and it's called four, four olds, like a uh, four old four uh, olds. Yes, yeah, olds. like an old yep. okay. idea, old tradition, old custom, and old um, um, habits. Get rid of it. Destroy the civilization of 3,000 years and then replace it with uh, um, um, Marxist ideology. Here is the same thing. The cancel culture is not canceling a person. It's canceling the idea that person represents. Mm-hmm. And the goal is to get rid of the traditional value, the mm-hmm. funding of this country, so that we can turn it into a communist state. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh my goodness. goodness. Yeah. Well, that is, and that is, mm-hmm. that is a direct tenant of communist theology, mm-hmm. basically, mm-hmm. is it's always constant reconstruction, constant tearing things down to replace, because mm-hmm. then there's no stability. You cannot plan for the future because you don't know in whose yeah. hands will the yeah. future be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And again, the young people, you know, you think yeah. about all the college and colleges and universities around the country where it's the students that are trying to cancel the professors. I mean, we just heard another story, you know, in Stanford uh, regarding the, the law professors. And so, I mean, it just is never ending, but you're right. It's always the young, the young people. Yes. Well, she, we are nearly out of time, but I would absolutely love to have you back on to discuss your new book once it comes out. And we will recommend that everyone go to Amazon or wherever (laughs) books are sold um, and look up Mao's America by Xi Van Fleet. Put it Mm -hmm. on pre-order if it will let you, because um, I know I will be doing that. Um, And thank you so much much for your time, Xi. And thank you for sharing your experience. And we would absolutely love to have you on again. 
Yes. Thank you. And, Thank you. And uh, you can also find she's interviews with, uh, she, has, she has been interviewed by Sean Hannity um, and also Paul Galetta, which I don't know that one. Um, April 5th, it sounds like you did a talk, so that might be something you can find on Twitter as well. Um, so you can follow her at, at XV Van Fleet. Look her up on Twitter, everyone. It's an yeah. excellent read. Go learns a few things. Yes. Thank you so much. And uh, check us out on savetheclassroom.com and also Apple Podcasts and the rest. And Spotify. All right. <laughs> See you next week. Thanks. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.